Hey, I'm Zanzi and welcome to Farmer's Inside Track, episode 176. I'm your host, Dornumdu. Now, after the recent COP27 climate talks, in this edition, we chat to Michael Keller, Secretary General of the International Seed Federation, about the importance of developing and deploying the latest generation of seeds for tackling climate change and hunger. Octavius Spandil, Food Firm Zanzi's commercial journalist, had an exclusive interview with this expert. Over to you, Octavia. Thank you, Dawn. Mr. Keller, you currently attended COP27 in Egypt, and as world and climate leaders explored the linkage between agriculture and climate change, how do you see the role of biotechnology in providing solutions for the climate and sustainability challenge? The scale and urgency of the climate crisis mean we need to leverage all possible solutions that can help farmers produce enough food for a growing population. Science, technology, including genome editing and innovation are essential in rising to the challenge with sufficient speed and scale. The use of genome editing in public and private sector breeding programs is showing a unique breadth of reach, covering more than 40 crops, including staples like cassava. The use of genome editing with very targeted solution is a way to allow varieties to withstand pests and diseases. We cannot solve 21st century problems with 20th century solutions. And our goal as breeders is to work constantly in an evolving environment to adapt and even mitigate climate change. What are some of the biggest examples you've seen in Africa where biotechnology has aided the agricultural sector and also food security at large? Our partners at Fair Planet have achieved impressive results in Ethiopia by improving farmers' access to quality seed for tomato, pepper, or onion. And this has tripled yield and improved incomes for almost half a million people in just five years. Another example is BT cowpea which is resistant to the Maruka pot borer and is likely to transform production for Nigerian farmers after it was approved in 2019 by increasing yields by 20%. Crop breeding also allows farmers to grow more without needing to use additional land or even on less land to illustrate if crop biotechnology had not been available to farmers in 2020, maintaining global production levels that year would have required the planting of an additional 11.6 million hectares of soybeans, 8.5 million hectares of maize, 2.8 million hectares of cotton, and 0.5 million hectares of canola. This is 23.4 million hectare total is equivalent to the combined agricultural area of Philippines and Vietnam. Specific to Africa, there has been an acceleration of approval and adoption of biotech products in the last five years, which includes commercial approval in South Africa of insect-resistant cotton, soy, and maize. In recent months, we have noted renewed skepticism and even misinformed regarding the use of biotech. In recent months, we've noted renewed skepticism and even misinformation regarding the use of biotech crops in parts of Africa. What is the impact of this on food security on the continent? The scale and urgency of the climate crisis mean we need to leverage all possible solutions that can help farmers produce enough food for a growing population. Science technology, including genome editing, 
and innovation are essential in rising to the challenge with sufficient speed and scale. The use of genome editing in public and private sector breeding programs is showing a unique breadth of reach, covering more than 40 crops, including cassava. The use of genome editing with very targeted solutions is a way to allow varieties to withstand pests and diseases. We cannot solve 21st century problems with 20th century solutions. And our goal as breeders is to work constantly in an evolving environment to adapt and even mitigate climate change. Counties like Kenya, through sheer necessity, are now opening up to genetically modified varieties of maize developed to ward off fall armyworm, while these varieties have been available across the Americas for decades. We must equip more farmers to be able to make full use of the best available tools. What are we seeing more progress among counties that put in place GMO and genome editing policies to allow cultivation? The story on genome editing is also moving positively. Countries are taking an innovation-friendly approach. Nigeria and Kenya are excluding certain genome-edited plant breeding innovation products from GMO regulation. Similarly, Malawi has prepared a draft guidance for excluding gene edited plant breeding innovation products from GMO regulation. One of the specific topics that you will talk about is the access farmers have to quality seeds due to climate change. What does this look like if farmers do not understand the urgency of climate change on crop production? Farmers are most aware of the impact of climate change on crop production, as evidence indicates. But the challenge of access to improved seeds varies according to the context. Today, we need an inclusive approach where the different layers of seed supply are working sustainably, inclusively, and in an integrated manner to empower farmers through secure seed supply and seed choice. Empowering farmers means accepting that there is no one size it's all solution. The situation needs and preferences of farmers are extremely varied in terms of size, profitability and activities in different countries, regions or even smaller geographic areas. Depending on the local seed supply situation, they can benefit at the same time from either land races or varieties coming from public breeding, community breeding, indigenous seed or commercial varieties. Like, for example, access to improved ultra-early corn varieties for water-stressed environment in Kenya, allowing farmers to cope better with drought and increase yield. Functioning seed systems are key to enabling seed choice for farmers, which will help greatly in increasing the ability to tackle climate change. Farmers are decision makers in their own right, and that is why seed choice is so essential. Regulatory alignment is also very important as it supports innovation capacities and enables both public and private sectors to collaborate in research and development on a global scale, facilitates seed movement and reduces the risk of trade disruption. And finally, what is your advice to farmers who want to maximize the nutritional value of the crops they produce, which is threatened by climate change with each harvest? 
it is an underreported but significant consequence of climate change that rising temperatures reduce the nutritional quality of stable cereals. The call for building seed choice for farmers would also include access to a diverse range of crops depending on the local climate and conditions, such as high-yielding soybeans, which is high in protein, high oleic acid sunflower varieties, or sorghum varieties rich in proteins, vitamins, and minerals. Again, we are looking to empower farmers with the greatest diversity of seed, which includes vegetables and tubers, as well as cereals. Farmers also need access to the latest information about the impact of climate change in their region to understand how this might change the quality of their produce. Investing in improved crops such as those biofortified with additional nutrients can ensure farmers continue to play their part in delivering healthy and nutritious diets despite more frequent climate extremes. Thanks, Octavia. And absolutely amazing to have you with us here on Farmers Inside Track, Michael Keller the Secretary-General of the International Seed Federation. And that's a wrap from me, Dawn Numdu, Octavia Spandel, our producer, Megan van der Vent, and the rest of the Food Film Zanzi team. Have an absolutely amazing week. Bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans, though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food Form Zanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.